What's good? Thank you for joining me. I'm Yohan Francis, CSCS, and welcome to my show, Ego Killer. In this show, we cover everything that goes down inside the gym so that you can move better outside in life. Yes, my friends, that was what you call a little juxtaposition inside the gym, outside in life, right? My attempt at wordplay is really to inspire you guys to ironclad your body and your mind inside the gym, okay? That's why we do what we do. We work hard inside the gym so that out there in life, things are a little bit easier. Working out improves our mood. Working out makes our bodies more up to task when it comes to dealing with stressors, even if those stressors are really acute and they happen all of a sudden, but especially if they're long-term and they come out of nowhere. Being inside the gym ironclads our body. And so on the show, sometimes I'll talk about incidents that happen outside in the world. After all, this is ego killer, right? The act, the process of killing the ego begins in the gym, but it carries on outside. But today, I'm going to stick with something that's very much gym-related, weightlifting, CrossFit. How about you guys? You do the CrossFit thing still? We notice that it's dying down a little bit. We notice that a lot of the big gyms that started the, the I think calling it a trend is a little bit disrespectful. You know, it's a lifestyle. It's definitely a paradigm at this point. Maybe it's a little bit in its teenage years, which if it were a trend, being a teenage, being a 15-year-old trend is pretty archaic as far as trends go. But let's call it what it is. It is a paradigm shift inside of fitness, right? I was there for the beginning of it. A lot of the people that I trained with, when we trained in commercial gyms, we saw it happening. Were you guys, you guys down with that? I've seen a lot of very high-level athlete-looking folks that are CrossFitters. But what's the rub on that? It's that you get injured. So you're out here doing your CrossFit thing, you get injured. You go to the CrossFit gym, you throw around the weights, right? All of a sudden... You're doing snatches. You're doing the thing that you see in the big Kazakhstani uh, women overhead pressing 300 pounds. All of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute. How am I getting fast-tracked to compete with the Laotian powerlifters? I'm just trying to lose a little body fat before my wedding. You know what I mean? You guys down with, with CrossFit? Well, whether or not, okay, whether or not this paradigm is still shifting or if it's circling the drain it doesn't really matter what matters is the impetus and why that came about okay so if we go back about 17 years uh the weight rooms across our country across the state look pretty similar pretty quotidian you got you didn't have a lot of weight racks you got a lot of power racks you had a lot of machines treadmills ellipticals Stationary bikes, arm ergometers, not really kettlebells, TRXs, all the things. What happened was this thing called functional training. And without boring you with the definition, the didactic, and the denotation of functional training, let's just say open space was at a premium, whereas before, having that open space covered by selectorized machines like it was a high school strength and conditioning room and Jim Plunkett used to frequent it, you know what I mean? and there's Nautilus everywhere, <laughs> uh, those two things shifted. 
Well, the idea of strength training now became the idea of hit interval training, cardio. It became dope to lift weights and do cardio at the same time. Bodybuilders scoffed. Their butt cheeks tightened up. Their arms, well, it was already tough for us to reach our back. But look, the idea of lifting weights because of cardio and hit intervaling became popular then. And right around that time, you saw people starting to lift weights really, really fast, do really, really heavy stuff for a short amount of time, as if it were a strength and conditioning program designed for everyday people. When you do that, you start to foster create um, competition. Rather, competition starts to turn into speed. Speed with that time under tension, with that load, with that level of technique and attention involved might lead to injuries, might lead to that decline in popularity years later, okay? That is ostensibly the life cycle of what we call modern-day CrossFit. You guys down with CrossFit? You guys still doing a thing? Because like I said, many years back, you could find a lot of really ripped, shredded men and women doing this CrossFit thing. Or at very least, weightlifting for cardio. It's a move. It's a whole move. All right? I want you guys to get into it. Not CrossFit. I want you guys to get into the idea that lifting weights can actually be great for your heart. And I feel as though I'm appealing to those of you who are lifting a lot of weight. And you love lifting weight. You love doing squats. You love doing hip hinges. You love doing hip thrusts. That's cool. But you hate the treadmill. You hate even freaking picking that treadmill up past four. You know what I mean? But here you go. Your doctor had already told you, yo, you're on the borderline for high blood pressure or diabetes. You got to probably up that cardio. You feel like, yo, I'm 35 years old. I'm not really about to be out here walking like I'm an octogenarian on her Tuesday morning right after she did her gardening at 9.30 a.m. My day's half over. Like, that's not us. That was a long-winded kind of, uh, and I guess that'd be a metaphor. Sorry. <laughs> Look, you don't have to worry about walking or doing cardio or any of that. What you can do is start lifting weights as cardio. And I, I did a talk on this um, pre-pandemic, all right? There's a whole methodology to it, okay? And there's a whole methodology to doing your weightlifting as cardio, Okay. And it's because I see a lot of you wanting to lift really heavy weight. But then I also see a lot of you doing things like kettlebell swings and you're not doing it long enough because you feel like you got to do it really hard and really short. And so I'm feeling like I need to proleptize the advantages of doing traditional compound moves like your bench press, your push press, etc. Your back squat, front squat, deadlift. And measuring out your heart rate and your rep counts. Look. If you're going to do heavy, you can do heavy, but then you're going to actively recover for three, four, five minutes afterward, all right? And don't worry, this isn't CrossFit. It looks like it, but it's not. One thing noticeably missing from CrossFit, at least traditionally, um, back when I read Rich Froning's book, and Rich Froning was actually like the CrossFit, you know, um, Titan. He was the man over there. He was doing the thing. He was doing it repeatedly, you know, multiple time champ, walk off, retire as champ. The thing with doing your CrossFit moves is one thing was noticeably missing from old school CrossFit um, or teenage CrossFit was the 
uh, lack of an endurance or stamina-based steez. There was no stamina-based or long distance. So you were hitting all your energy systems, your power, your strength, and then anaerobic totally and getting a little bit of the intermediate, but you weren't getting the distance stuff. Well, they started to add that back later. Well, the way that we lift weights, all right, the way that weightlifting for cardio goes is you could lift really heavy to begin your set, but then by the end of your set, you're doing light stuff. You're even doing body weight, okay? And you're doing this for two, three weeks. Then after week three or four, you're not doing heavy, heavy 90% um, intensities. You're doing like 75% intensities. Only the back end of that set that I just described where you do a compound lift, a bench press, at 70%. You're doing like 15 reps. You take a little breather. Now you're still in the same superset. Now you're doing kind of intermediate lifting, followed lastly by a very intense body weight. Okay, so that was week one, really heavy, ending with light body weight, tapering down to light body weight. Weeks, uh, cycle number two, which is like three, four weeks later, everything's intermediate and light. Towards the end of your set, you're doing really intense body weight work, clapping push-ups, plyo pull-ups, and then what I'd have you do, we were working together for weightlifting for cardio because, look, this is cardio because by the end of the set, your heart rate is jacked up no matter what. And we're doing things that allow your body to continue to move. You're doing things that allow your body to continue to sustain. The blood's flowing. The heart rate is driving up. Okay? Traditionally, when we were doing our 10 reps of this and, and five sets of that, your heart rate doesn't go up at all. Did you know that if you're doing straight up weightlifting, your heart rate doesn't go up as much as you think it does totally in totality? Not at all. In fact, it's one of the lower end ways to burn calories. But it feels great. And on top of that, besides the anodyne um, feeling you get, you get stronger. So your metabolism starts to shoot up. Now, if you start supersetting and doing other things in between, more specifically, smart moves in between, you keep the heart rate up. So the last cycle out of the, the, uh, the first two that I mentioned, the last one would be very lightweight, 20 reps, uh, probably medium to lighter weight intensity in between, and you'd end up doing about five exercises, four or five exercises for your superset. And you would end with body weight, also at low intensity, but very high reps. So by staggering that, you guys can avoid CrossFit. If this is like anathema to you and your life, right? And you could still do your weightlifting for cardio. We could rock this thing like it's 2007, man. Let's do that. But in all, you know, all jokes aside... This is a great way to kind of get strength gains but have them be applicable because I see a lot of us out here trying to avoid what the doctor has us doing but still lift weights. And I'm saying we got to do both. We have to take care of ourselves, our bodies, but our heart too. So it's great that we can lift the weights but also are you doing all that cardio on the back end to get the health gains going, the long play. This is what we're in. In, we're in this for the long play, the long distance life stuff, right? Not the one and dones.
Are you in it for the long haul? So that's why you need to be out here doing your cardio because that's what's going to actually sustain you for the long haul. That's going to keep your your strength gains really, really high. So by and large, do the thing to get you a pump. All right, It's important that you get your pump. It is. It really is. But making sure that you're also getting in your cardio too. Cycle on and off if you want to. All right. You ever see the um I won't name specifics because I'm not trying to hate, but there is a uh, couple of guys out there doing the YouTube thing and uh you got these huge guys, right? They're big, 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 big men. I've heard big dudes inside the gym treat cardio as if it was the triaminic cough medicine that your parents try to shove down your throat when you were eight and you had freaking sniffles. Just treat it like it's all oh, the worst. I was constantly, there's a couple of guys that um, we keep up with uh, on my circle and they were, you know, old gym guys and um, they would laugh on like facebook and be like oh you skinny guys and your cardio and you're talking about the biggest dudes in the gym you know what i mean and it's kind of hilarious because it can't there's nothing more anathema to like a big bodybuilder or a meathead than like cardio it's funny you know i was watching my guy also on the the gram i was watching the guy and um he was making one of these funny memes where or one of these uh reels or whatever and in the reels is the the man's himself. He's working out. He's real ripped. He's, you know, he's a trainer man. He's ripped. And it was like he was playing with one of those interactive personal trainers that they got going on now on the mirror, right? So you're on the mirror. You're looking at yourself. Got dialed in with the program, the digital program. Access it anywhere. About to work out. I click. I and the man on the Instagram, he hits his yoga. Does his yoga. And he scrolls after he's done with his yoga. He scrolls to um, weightlifting. So he pulls out his weights. Going to do the weightlifting. Active stretching. Does his active stretching. Does his boxing, right? Scrolls up the next day. Does his boxing, right? And he's lean. He's shreddy. He's buff guy, right? And then he goes. He scrolls up. Interval training. Thinks about it. Let me try it. First thing the instructor over the mirror says is, all right, you guys, get ready. We're going to pump it out, lift weights, and get those intervals as high as possible and for some intense cardio. You guys ready? My man ran out the room. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. I know you guys hate it, but you know what? You can still have your traditional compound lifts and also have your cardio gains too. Oh, yeah, and it's not CrossFit. In any event, I hope you guys give that a shot. Need more details, head to the website. I want you guys to go ahead and rate me on Apple Podcasts. Can you do that? I'll give you a free gift for five stars. I promise. Give this program-ing a try. Let me know how it works out. Until the next one, you guys. Stay up. <laughs>